0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where I interview professionals in any industry and I ask them questions about their industry or their passions. Plus my guests share a little advice to the younger self. If you wish to tune into other episodes, go to thatkimberly.com to choose which platform you'd like to listen to. And maybe rate that podcast platform while you're doing it on iTunes, Spotify, Google, YouTube, Alexa, SoundCloud, and a couple others I'm probably forgetting. But, anyways, now that we have that out of the way, uh, I'd like to introduce my guest, Ms. Kristen Sizemore. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Hello. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for being here with me today. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what industry you're in.
1: You know my name already. <laughs> we got that out of the yes. way. I'm in the multifamily industry. I have, or the apartment industry, yes. like most people Refer know us it. as. Yes. Uh-huh. I've been in this business for 32 years. I started when I was three. <laughs> Don't I look great? Yes, you look. <laughs> <laughs> I started off leasing apartments ah. uh, while I was going to New Mexico State. And within nine months of working part-time, I became a full-time manager. Wow. And that was quite the experience because I thought my boss didn't do anything until she <laughs> left and left me tasked with it. <laughs> <You And> so <laughs> my eyes wide open. My first job fear was failure at a job that I thought I knew everything about and I didn't know anything about, mm-hmm. but here I am. <laughs> I am a firm believer that in this industry, within the first six months, you know if it's for you or not. Yeah. So. All of us crazy folks that have stuck around—we're lifers.
0: <laughs> we are. We definitely. We think we're going to get out, and it doesn't really ever happen. Never no. does. Never does. So, what company are you with? I've
1: been with Bohannon Development for 16 years. They're a great group, family-owned business, local El Paso. We have had assets in other markets, so it's taken me a little bit on the road, but most of it's been here in my hometown. So, born and Not Not born, born,
0: but born, but raised here. Okay. Raised here, (laughs) military brat. Okay, got it, got it. So what do you enjoy the most about what you do in the industry you're in?
1: I think the biggest piece of loving what I do is the connection with people. Mm -hmm. I have the gift of gab, (laughs) I talk a lot, and I like to hear other people's stories. So what I do when I hire and train leasing people, which I was once, Mm -hmm. many years ago, is I tell them it doesn't get more personal than selling somebody their home. I mean, we can work in a department store and sell people fabulous shoes. Shoes aren't always a necessity, but a place to live is. So we don't always get people at their best. They're coming from a job transfer, maybe they're newly married, or maybe they have to downsize because a home's a little bit too much to take care of. Or divorce. or, or divorce. we The D word. Yeah. The <laughs> divorce. So we don't always get people at their best and people yeah. don't move for fun. Yeah. So really? They don't? No. Some people you <laughs> think they do, but they don't. Okay. So the beauty of our business is we have an opportunity to make a difference in how that move and how people process that big change in their life. So. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that if you enjoy people, you enjoy working with people, you want to make a difference with people, that this is probably a good business for you because you can become the surrogate family for that military spouse whose husband's deployed or somebody that moves to El Paso that's not from here. And they find themselves in a new area with no friends and starting a new job and our office staffs make them feel comfortable, make them feel part of something bigger than just a place to live. And we provide a lifestyle for them, a yeah. place of belonging. So that I think is is super important. That's why I love it.
0: Yeah. I feel like most folks in the apartment industry in general, when they meet somebody that's not from their local area, they're you know, that they're always willing to, oh, well, let me introduce you or I know this person you should talk to them and always trying to, to connect, you know, whether it's on site or, you know, at the corporate office, whatever mm-hmm. it is, everybody's really trying to go above and beyond you know, being very hospitable and making them feel welcome and at home wherever they're Absolutely, living, so. and I,
1: I think it's in your DNA when you're in this
0: business. Yes. So as you It move, should be.
1: <laughs> it should be, and if it's not, time to change jobs. <laughs> but it's really a, it's a gift, yeah. and I think it's amazing how you grow from a leasing position forward, which is where I started, yeah. and you never lose that connection with people. So yeah. I try and instill in all of my folks who we have multiple award winners, yay, go team. (laughs) And it's because they are award-winning folks. They have that mentality that it's super important to care about where somebody lives from the quality of their, the lifestyle we provide to them, making a difference, bridging the gap to the next chapter of a person's life, I think is, is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, what would you tell somebody that is trying to get into the apartment industry? What advice would you give them?
1: Probably the biggest piece of advice is you have to truly understand where that person is coming from. I mean, it's, it's one thing to say, ooh, great, we got a lease, but, and the paperwork side, and all the, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, but you have to have a little bit of passion for working with people. I think we're a people business, it's yeah. not property management, it's people management. Yeah. So I think if you get that piece right, the rest of it falls into place. Mm-hmm. Makes it's it not weird. something you can train.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have to definitely like people for yes. sure. Yes. I would definitely agree with and that. Challenging people. Yes. And managing chaos. Nicole Block did throw that. I'm going to give her a, a little shout out plug. When she was on, she definitely I said that. you have to definitely love something different every day. And it's knowing how to manage that chaos. It's exciting. And
1: that's the beautiful thing about it is yeah. that it is never the same day twice. I think for some of us. If you put us in a cubicle, that's where we would die. Oh, absolutely. So you need that you need that experience to be able to go outside of yourself to yeah. really have that never same day twice, mm-hmm. grace under fire. Mm-hmm. I've heard that used quite a bit for people in our business because you're managing people's homes and all the things that go along with it. Mm-hmm. Neighbors that come from different backgrounds, work different hours, managing those types of things that come up, I mean, it, it's a little bit challenging. So you have to be able to weather that.
0: Yeah, definitely. The so one stunning question, of this podcast is what advice would you give to your younger self?
1: Mm. I probably
0: have a few pieces of advice. That's
1: okay. One of the big pieces I think is learning to be comfortable with uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. as things come about with our business, things you haven't experienced before, Mm -hmm. so that creates a little bit of fear, but that's part of the learning process, decision making, mm-hmm. and knowing that you're not always gonna get it right, but you'll know better the next time. Yeah, and, and, and it's okay if
0: you don't. And, and it's it, okay if you don't. As long as it's not the same mistake twice.
1: Yes, and as you know, I think making mistakes is fine. It gives you an opportunity to learn and grow from those, and then mentor, and show people what you know, and don't be afraid to do that. Yeah, I think a lot of folks get stuck, no matter what career field you're in, with not training the people beneath you that are coming up through your industry, they have to know what you know. Mm-hmm. You have to bring them along the way because they're the next generation of leaders. Yeah,
0: sharing is definitely caring. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Well, that's a great segue into my very last question. Okay. I always like to you know, ask people how they can connect with, with you and or what you're involved in right now that you're passionate about.
1: Well, my passion is probably a little different than a lot of folks. I had the unfortunate but fortunate experience of uh, finding out that I had breast cancer in December. As I was getting diagnosed with breast cancer, my sister was getting her five-year cancerversary milestone. And so I had watched what she had gone through, so I knew the road ahead for me, although it may not be the same, was gonna be difficult. Mm -hmm. And I really want a way to take what she's been through, what I've been through and make that mess our message. And I, I did steal that from Robin Roberts, <laughs> who, <laughs> <also> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> who is also a breast cancer survivor. And I wanna take what I've been through since January when it's I started on my journey mm-hmm. to today, the experiences mm-hmm. that I've had. And I wanna do what I can to help educate other women about what it means. There's not a lot in prevention, but there is proactive approach and early detection is key. Just this year alone, 300,000 women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in our country. Wow. So by putting information out there and making people aware that there are choices, there are proactive things you can do Mm -hmm. to ensure that you're a survivor and not a statistic or Gravely important to me. Yeah. I am using my platform with the El Paso Apartment Association with my education co-chair and Helica Zuniga. We Shout are putting, out putting Helica. Helica. <laughs> So we're putting together a campaign for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So there's a few things that are going to go into that collaborative. One, um, every Wednesday in October, which we have five of them. Okay. We're going to be five Wednesdays in October. Five Wednesdays Fair in chance. October. Okay. So on Wednesdays we wear pink so if any of you have seen the movie mean girls which uh-huh. i know you haven't because you have some homework yes, to do I before am. our next <laughs> meeting <is>. yes ma'am <laughs> um, it, it's a little piece that i took from there on wednesdays we were pink so each wednesday in october we're going to ask members of the apartment industry our coworkers, friends family residents to wear pink on wednesdays mm-hmm. in celebration of someone that they know that's had breast cancer mm-hmm. or is going through breast cancer or some a loved one they may have lost to the disease we want to celebrate their life their battle their journey and make people aware that this isn't necessarily a death sentence. Mm-hmm. There are options out there for people if they're well educated. Yeah. So with that also... Or if they've had a friend
0: that is willing to share... A story. Their, like, li- like you have with mm-hmm. us and we've had other friends in the apartment industry that have definitely have gone mm-hmm. through the same experience and, and wanting to share their story and because you want us to do better and want us to be aware Right, and go be absolutely go get checked
1: out. absolutely, and you know we talk about annual exams, and nothing about that is comfortable, but i've been very fortunate, I have an amazing team of doctors, but my doctor for my annual exam told me he wanted me to have a three d mammogram and ultrasound, mm-hmm. which was the pivotal place for me because when my cancer was diagnosed it was picked up on an ultrasound not on a breast cancer screening so he knew that based on the density of my breast tissue which this all may be too much for some people but that's okay (laughs) that i needed to go the extra step with the 3d and the ultrasound just to make sure everything was clear so it was picked up on the ultrasound Mm -hmm. i was fortunate enough that my tumor was seven millimeters in size so i was Mm -hmm. stage one and I caught it at a time that made a huge difference. Had I not gone to this year's and mm-hmm. skipped it this year and went next year, this coming year when I was due for my mammogram, it would have been a totally completely different, different story. Yeah. So I am sitting here today in the condition that I am, having dodged bigger obstacles, yeah. telling people that you know this is it's something that can that can change your life in one way or the other. Yeah. So by doing this campaign, we're gonna partner with Providence Healthcare Network. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing um, little little videos and educational pieces that can filter out to not only members of the apartment association, family members, friends, residents, anybody that live in our apartment communities mm-hmm. that can become more and more aware of you know, how they can do, what they can do, where they can go, resources that they might have to help You know, with making sure that they stay healthy. The other piece we're going to do is we're going to start a fundraising campaign. It'll start in September and run through the end of October. And we've partnered with the El Paso Community Foundation, the Stand with Estella Fund, and mm-hmm. everybody in El Paso knows Estella Casas. Casas yes, she's a local We grew up, loc- watching, yes, we grew watching, up watching. Well, and I wouldn't say I grew up with her, I'm probably closer in age to her than you are, but she's a local celebrity yeah. and she does a lot for our community. Yes. You know, with the recent tragedy we have had in El Paso this last week, she has been a big voice in support of El Pasoans in the city that she loves so much but during her breast cancer battle
0: yeah
1: she started Stand With the Stella Fund and she utilizes those funds to help families women going through breast cancer in our community and it isn't always research that's important it's about the day-to-day life and how families are impacted by somebody going through breast cancer because insurance covers so much yeah. but not everything yeah. so this good work that she's doing actually takes money and and gives it to women in the community so they can pay their light bill, so they can buy a wig, mm-hmm. so they have a ride to cancer treatment. Things that may not be on everybody's radar. And yeah. I think all of us are, you know, we've all done walks, for a cure, mm-hmm. we've all donated or had known somebody that you know has donated money for research and all that is, is equally as important, but sometimes the families that are affected by it get a little bit lost. So she's done quite a bit for wow. the El Paso community and the borderland community, including Las Cruces, New Mexico. And this is her fund. In, and
0: starts in September.
1: Starts in September okay. and we've as an association with the El Paso Apartment Association and under one roof which is EPAA CARES, that's our charity. Okay. We've set a fundraising goal of $10,000. Okay. And through our membership and friends and family that donate, if we hit that mark, we have up to $5,000 that EPAA CARES will match. So we have the potential of $15,000 and it, we're not gonna stop there. No yeah. donation is too small or too big as far as yeah. we're concerned. And all that money stays here in the borderland to help El Paso families that are going through tough times to make things just a little bit easier.
0: So where can they go and donate?
1: We're gonna have a link set up on the El Paso Apartment Association website, which is www.epaa.org. And there'll be a big pink button on there that says donate and (laughs) it'll it'll take you to a page and you'll be able to donate whatever denomination you feel is reasonable for you, your company, or your family towards this cause. And at the end of October, we'll present Estella Casas and Stand with Estella, a check With all the funds that we've collected during that period, and the beauty too, I want—I do want to mention because sometimes things get diluted when you donate to a charity. But 99% of the funds that are collected go back into the community. Um, The 1% is for her website and things that um, very minimal, very minimal things. There's no paid staff at all. Runs through the El Paso Community Foundation. It's it's pretty amazing. She's done such great work. So I feel like my mess, (laughs) I'm making into a positive message. Yeah by going this route and thanks to angelica and everybody else within the el paso apartment association that are supporting the effort i think our industry which is female dominated yes, can really stand to benefit mm-hmm. from okay. our efforts 100 percent
0: well how can they get in touch with you if they have more questions if you have questions you can email me okay.
1: direct at kristen k-r-i-s-t-i-n mm-hmm. at com. that's b as in boy o H as in Henry, D as in dog, (laughs) E as in E, as in Edward, V (laughs) as in victory, V.com. So
0: Kristen at Bodev.com. Okay. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you again, Kristen, for sharing. We'll definitely have the conversation of self-care on a different episode of podcast. I feel that there is a lot that you have shared with me as as my friend you know and just other women you know and us sitting around and and talking about you're very open and i appreciate that when when others are willing to take their quote-unquote mess and educate others. Well, um, and I think
1: it's super important. Absolutely. We need to help each other, lift absolutely. each other up and celebrate the greatness that we are as women. And I know this is not just a women's disease, but mostly women that are affected by yeah. it. So if I can help, I feel like I've done my part. Awesome.
0: Well, you do are doing a great job. You Thank, you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you again. I really appreciate you. And if you feel someone needs to hear Kristen's message, please share this episode with them. And you can also, again, listen to other episodes on YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, Amazon, Alexa. And, of course, follow on all the social media channels. And until next week, remember, stay positive and sharing is caring. Thanks again. Thanks, Kristen. Yeah,
1: thank you. El Paso strong.
0: Yes, we are.